0: A for Alcoholic is a program about recovery. My name is John, and I'm an alcoholic. And my name is Jerry, and I'm an alcoholic. Join us as we go through the alphabet of alcoholism, one letter at a time. I want to again thank all of our patrons on Patreon. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for all your help. Um, if you're interested, please go to patreon.com. And if you're not, please give us a uh, rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts or on Apple Podcasts. Five star reviews are always appreciated, and kind, or five star ratings are always appreciated, and kind reviews as well. Um, We are brought to you today by Green Camel Press. Green Camel Press does greeting cards and comic books, Uh, they are my other company. And we have a line of Christmas cards, holiday cards out right now. You can go to our um, website, greencamelpress.com, and get them. One of the cool things that we are doing with these greeting cards, they're all super cute. They've got cute little animals on them, like owl be home for Christmas and and all that kind of stuff. (laughs) Do you like that, Jerry? Yeah,
1: that was a little gut punch right there. That was a good one. (laughs)
0: You haven't seen them yet. And, uh, but what we're doing is, you and those of you listening elsewhere in the world, we're dealing with some pretty horrific fire situations here in California. Um, I live 150 miles away from where the fires happened up north in Butte County, and um, we are still, the, the, the air quality is so poor that you can't go outside or you shouldn't go outside without a mask. So it's pretty rough here right now. And what we wanted to do was uh, take a portion of the proceeds from these cards and and we are going to donate them to the North Valley Animal, Dis- um, Animal Disaster Group. And so the North Valley Animal Disaster Group is a uh, group that handles, you know, uh, pets, uh, farm animals, and wildlife in, uh, in Butte County around Chico and Paradise, um, helping the little critters who, uh, who can't help themselves. So yeah. greencamelpress.com, go check it out. Buy some cards and um, have you seen them yet Jerry
1: I've seen some of them i I, I uh, read your post on Instagram today about seeing people with particle masks on but the animals didn't have particle masks and then I sat there and thought how could you get a particle mask on an animal
0: they make them do they really they make them. yeah they make them I saw <laughs> I just, this little they, I saw this one little like Boston Terrier and he uh, had a little mask on uh, I <laughs> so. just
1: figured where would the little elastic straps go. I don't their know. Their ears are fucking weird, but I don't know. Poor Anyhow. animals. They don't deserve that shit. I, I <laughs> they don't, don't. I don't like animals, but I don't want any harm to come to animals. Though. No. I mean, I like animals. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Hey, let's help the animals out
0: so i'm just saying lend a paw right yeah lend a paw
1: (laughs) (laughs) christ you and this is it's all puns man it's all
0: puns puns. hey man i spent i spent a few hours in the in the uh marketing department today the mar, (laughs) the kitchen (laughs) which was yes is the kitchen yeah um so anyhow thank you and uh today we are going today is you we're already on you that's crazy We're going to do U is for USA, and USA stands for United States of Alcohol. Yeah. And one thing that is prevalent here, and I I haven't been, I haven't checked out every culture in the world, but I certainly know that in America, alcohol is, and excessive alcohol drinking is so pervasive. Um, I don't think there's a day that I don't go out or look at something, I mean, I've, i have a is for alcoholic Instagram feed still gets like Jameson, Bob, you know, yeah. Evan Williams. Yeah, or that's I mean, I don't know about you. If you get those a lot too, all the time, all those it, ads,
1: it, it used, to, it, it's not, it just pisses me off. <laughs> I try not to let it, but it totally mm-hmm. pisses me off. Yeah. Um, I, I always hide it. It's not relevant. It's not relevant.
0: Mm-mm. But you know, I mean, you you think about beer ads, you think about liquor ads, you think about, you know, bud light america's beer Mm -hmm. and i mean it's just and what about excuse me any sort of celebration that goes on what do you do everything is revolved around alcohol absolutely you go to a birthday you go to a wedding you go to um anything hey it's the weekend hey um we're gonna watch Lost on Tuesday nights. You want to come over and bring some wine? Yeah, you remember those days? Yeah, they were in
1: fucking purgatory the whole time, dude.
0: God damn. <laughs> really? So all those all those <laughs> things like it. There's never. It's always we got to bring alcohol. You bring a bottle of wine. You you know you share a bottle of wine. And I don't I don't want to discourage people who enjoy drinking and enjoy you know celebrating in that way, but I've just found it to be excessive. Everywhere, you well, know.
1: I think the problem isn't alcohol; it's that our culture's um, ac- excessive attitude towards alcohol. You know, it's not mm-hmm. necessarily that alcohol in of itself is the problem. Like I've always said, it's inert until you put it into a person. You know what I mean? It's, right. It's more of our our yeah the way we celebrate it culturally, which is fine. I mean, it, it's not. It isn't. Isn't. It's the excessive mm-hmm. use of it. It's the idea of you can't face your problems so let's get fucked up or like this party is all right but it'd be so much better if we were all fucked up
0: yeah and i don't want to i don't want to sound like i'm just down on booze cuz i was a bartender for a very long time i right. really liked i liked selling it i liked i enjoyed parties and i i think there were a lot of people who did um but i feel like there are some pretty um manipulative forces in advertising and just in our culture about it's, it's manly. You got to be strong enough to drink or you want to, you know, right. Drink you under the table is another one that people say, right. You know? So it's like, it's a, it's a level of, you know, manhood. Can you drink enough? Can you, I can out drink you, right. You know, and that never gets anybody anywhere. No. You know, that you come to find out in recovery, or at least I did that the strength comes from, abstaining from alcohol yeah you know yeah
1: yeah yeah it's always got its ties into masculinity i grew up in a culture where a really masculine culture i've I've shared this a lot actually and i did not i was not a very masculine young man growing up so in order to make up for that masculinity man uh, Mm -hmm. yeah i could fucking can a whole fucking fifth of whiskey and let's see what happens you know like I can still walk around and talk and do things and say stuff and, you know, so it's definitely tied. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of a complicated subject in a way, our whole approach culturally to alcohol. It really is. Um, There's so much going with it because it's also, they also market it in a feminine way too, you know?
0: Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. There's, there's, um, you know, wine moms kind of thing. And so this, this image of the, of the wine mom, who needs just a little bit of wine to get through the day to deal with their kids. Right. And it just seems... Again, I don't want to take away from anybody's good time, man. Nah. But when I see it, there just seems to be like this... I don't know, this vein of, of sadness or you know, something's wrong or off because if you need to have a glass of Chardonnay at 11 o'clock in the morning because your kid won't shut up... <laughs>
1: <laughs> at 11am. Yeah, it's escape, right? And there's nothing wrong with escape is mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with wanting to escape whatever your current situation is. I understand that. One of my first instincts every single time is to run, you know, is to escape. Mm-hmm. Um but I feel like yeah, there 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 are other ways to escape. I I'm kind of I'm kind of in tandem with you in that. I don't want to sit here and and sound like you're typical teetotaler tell everybody you know it's not fun i think more i want to address well we are addressing the people who kind of have the condition we have you know and, mm-hmm. and who were drawn into it we are honey potted we are honey potted into mm-hmm. it like uh, because there's so much glitz and glamour around it it's got glitter and shit all over it it's all shiny and fuck mm-hmm. dude How many times have I been on YouTube watching a video and it'll be like a Mike's Hard Lemonade commercial and the Mike's Hard Lemonade is this whole mysterious like dark European parties with techno music and fucking like, uh, you know, carriages, horse drawn carriages and people Mm -hmm. in suits. And I don't know any motherfuckers in a suit drinking Mike's Hard Lemonade at a European (laughs) party. And they're like, see where the night takes you. And I'm like, yeah, the night's going to take you to fucking jail, dude. Or, yeah, or like, take you, you know, to the gutter, punching your girlfriend or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever awful thing the night's going to take you. But it's, it's such a, it's so deceptive, you know, it's so oh, deceptive. Absolutely. There's so much glamour <clears> around it. And it's never like, yo, you feel like shit about your life. Do you not want to feel like shit for three hours? Here you go. Here's some Mike's hard lemonade. You'll mm-hmm. feel like shit tomorrow though. Oh, yeah, it'll it'll all be back again. But then you get to do it with a hangover. So good luck. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I have this very distinct memory with you in 1998. Oh, yeah. And we were watching a it was a Brian Setzer video Mm -hmm. and it was super shiny and sparkly and, you know, the girls like got a tray full of martinis, and the yeah. vodka or the gin is like sloshing around and spilling. Mm-hmm. and And I was watching it, and I I'm I'm almost certain we were both drunk. I don't. That's what we did. Sat around and watched Brian Setzer videos and drank right. on the couch. Right. And you were like, "It's pretty fucking beautiful, isn't it?" Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah." And you said something to that effect, and I was just like entranced by this this um this video, this right. music video, which now to me seems totally ridiculous, but in that moment. 20 years ago. Yeah. 20 years (laughs) ago. It was like, wow, man, that's awesome. And, and, you know, it's always, always there. You know, you listen to it on the radio, you see it on TV. Yeah. Instagram, Facebook always. Yeah. They're trying to push the booze.
1: Well, it's all marketing. It's just an empty Mm -hmm. promise. You know, I, I think, I would feel a lot more comfortable with it if they were just honest. And you know what? I have to actually want to, I want to footnote a previous statement I said about, mm-hmm. I don't know anybody who's ever drank Mike's hard lemonade in a suit. Cause I probably have myself drank Mike's <laughs> hard lemonade in a suit. I mean, the yes. suit had cigarette burns maybe in a blood stain <laughs> on it, but I would definitely drank some shit in a suit.
0: Please. Yeah. get Down off your high horse. I know. <laughs> right.
1: Like I'm a blue collar guy, you know, I'm a man of the people. I don't, write my Um, blue collar poetry you know
0: yeah it would be nice if they were honest and you know but the thing is if they're honest there's there's just too much at stake and too much to lose and too ugly and you know the the article that i sent you was um was about the alcohol consumption in the united states that they were saying the top 10th percentile so the top 10% drink like 90% of the booze. Oh, wow. So yeah. so the top 10% have, have they said, 74 drinks a week, yeah. and then it drops down to 15, and then it drops down to like, like eight, and then almost nothing. So one-third of the uh, U.S. population doesn't drink at all. And so you have this very select group of people a very small portion who buy all of the booze or buy most of the booze in the United States. Uh-huh. And what would you call somebody who drinks 74 drinks a week or 10 plus drinks every single day.
1: Yeah, as someone who should be
0: listening to our podcast, probably. <laughs> so, you know, when you think about that, and and again, we've talked about alcoholism being definitely a uh, self-diagnosed disease, but when I think about 10 drinks a day, and now granted, I'm the kind of guy who'd get two bottles of wine because the first one's just to get warmed up, right? You right, know, this yeah. is not, I need a bottle of vodka and a six-pack of beer just to kind of, you know, have a little extra but that is a lot of booze to be ingesting all the time. I mean, you've gotta put in work, and these people, and i again i I can't speak for all of them, but it reminds me of my own addictive tendencies, yeah, to drink like that,, mm-hmm. so when I hear that, I go, "Oh, I'm an addict, I'm an alcoholic, that's how I would drink, yeah, so yeah, so then. When you hear that the alcohol industry—and again, um, these—I wish I had the the article, but it was from the Washington Post. Um, they said that uh, they they spend two billion dollars a year on advertising. Now, two billion dollars a year on advertising. Advertising is only a small slice of your budget, yeah, right? Right. So, what? Who are they marketing it to, and who are they? You know, if they're I have to believe that they're marketing it to these these people who keep drinking, who keep drinking and who keep drinking because they can't stop. Right. Because I couldn't stop. Right. And I love to be able I would love to be lied to. But you would
1: (laughs) you think with the physical nature, the physical nature of addiction, though, at one point, they wouldn't really need to advertise to the person who's physically addicted because they've already put themselves in that pattern. I mean, their body is putting mm-hmm. themselves in that pattern of buying, consuming, purchasing, consuming, because physically your body's like, yo, I need this. or so we're in for a bumpy ass ride, you know, but I, I, I would, I would think too, that a lot of the advertising is for like the first time drinker, or even dare I say the underage drinker, because I mean, when did we sure. start drinking and how many people mm-hmm. do I know really started like drinking at 21. I'm sure there are a few of them out there, and this is all just circumstantial evidence from all of my research over the past 20 minutes, but um, <laughs> but 20 like years, but 20 yeah. years, yeah, but I mean, a lot of the people I know started very young. I hadn't had a person I was really close with who started getting blackout drunk at like 11 years old. You know, and that to me blew me away. And I was in the like way in the right there. I was in the rut of my habit at that point. You know, and mm-hmm. I was still blown away by that. But I mean, I think I imagine a lot of us start. It's like with smoking cigarettes, a lot of us just start young. You know, I imagine there's people out there who start yeah. older too. You know, they're out there. There's always those numbers. But I, I would, I wonder what the research is. I probably have to I, look it up. But
0: I feel like I understand, and I would love to be able to walk into uh, cores. Or whatever, or Diageo, mm-hmm. and say, "Hey, I know how to cut your marketing budget in half. Give it to me. You don't need to. Addicts are going to drink no yeah. matter what. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, we hey, are. I just I, mean, I just saved are. you a billion bucks. Yeah, you know. But I I I feel like I feel like what happens is because it's so pervasive and because we don't even know that we're we're being you know a lot of times with advertising, even the, the savviest of us don't know that we're being kind of duped into it. Oh yeah. And I uh, I feel like the I feel like the alcohol industry is trying to help us lie to ourselves so that we can feel better. So I think, Mm -hmm. and I don't know, I don't know what the, I mean, obviously I don't think they would ever say that out, you know, outright, but it feels to me like, Hey, as long as I can, it is reinforced at every commercial break that what I'm doing is fine so that every, you know, every 10 minutes I'm watching TV and I go, yeah, man, it is I am the most interesting man in the world. Right. Or, <laughs> right. You know. Or these
1: studies that come out that say, uh, like, uh, Oh, if, uh, like low, low drinkers, the people whom I'm um, now I'm reading out for reference, but people who buy one to two units a day have better health outcomes compared to non drinkers and shit. And, I always wonder about the validity of that. Like if you're mm-hmm. a low – like if you're a light to moderate drinker, you're drinking one to two units. So a unit would be like what? A beer, like 12 a ounces of beer. A beer, glass so of wine. If you're having one to two glasses of wine a night or one to two beers a day, they say that your health rates are better. But I, I don't know. I, I mean it must be – But at the same point, I'm like, it sounds kind of shady, right? It's like when you buy a fucking speakers off a dude on the side of the highway and there's just two bricks in the box, you know, (laughs) like... It just mm-hmm. seems too good who's to be putting true. on who's
0: putting on the, uh, the study and, and what does it all mean? Right, I don't know.
1: Exactly. And then by that logic, honestly, in my active alcoholism, I used to be like, well, I'm going to be the healthiest motherfucker here. Cause I'm doubling all those. I am quadrupling, if not, you know, mm-hmm. sex all those units. So I must <laughs> be like, imp- call me Lance
0: Armstrong dog. Cause see, and that's what <laughs> I was going to say too, is like, why don't we ask these, all these athletes, these people who are supposedly in peak per, you know, peak physical condition, they're not having two beers, you no. know. Mm-hmm. Usain Bolt isn't having a couple glasses of wine every single night. Every single night, yeah. You mm-hmm. know, uh, Lance Armstrong's not, you know, cracking a couple of beers every single night. I just don't see it. I mean, <clears throat> Serena Williams isn't, you know, having a couple of shots every single night. Right. To stay healthy. Yeah, just to stay healthy. Just to stay healthy, right? Yeah. So these are people that we put above, you know, because of their, their physical um, because of their physical being. Yeah. So I, 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 it doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me. And again, coming from an alcoholic perspective, I could never do that. That was not even, well, yeah.
1: How the fuck are we going to do one shot a night? Good Lord. That's awful. That sounds like <laughs> hell, dude. Just, I'd rather just not and be happy and feel good than be like, mm-hmm. okay, here's your, government administered got government, but you know, socially administered two shots a night. I would feel like a, like a lion in a cage at a zoo, just pacing, dude, just pacing. But again,
0: you read that study and you go, yeah, it's fine. And then you just, it's justified. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you have two more and two more and two more. And then you've already, it's, it's too late.
1: Well, and it's, you know what, It, it goes on every level. I mean, it, it's not even just, um, advertising from alcohol companies. And then they, you know, it's, it's just, like I said, it's our general attitude towards it. Like how many cutesy little meme pages where it's like funny little cute little memes about shit you do when you're drunk and how innocent it mm-hmm. is and shit and, or shit you do hung over and how innocent it is. And is, and I don't know, man, I guess just because of who I am, I, I, I can't, I, it just kind of grosses me out. Like I just, I'm yeah. like, uh. That's not how it is for me though. But then again, I I can't like judge for everybody else. Maybe some people have some defining moments drunk. That's crazy. I just said that out loud cuz I don't really <laughs> agree with it, but I want for fair play, I want to be yeah. you know, for the sake of fairness, I want to be like maybe some people's experience is positive but all of mine were bullshit not all of them 95 there was that 95%. little five percent where i flew above the radar and i was glorious for about two milliseconds you know mm-hmm. before i crashed into the ground but I don't know. I man. would, I, I
0: would just, love to hear if somebody's, you know, uh, defining moment while blackout drunk, but I, I just, I, I have a very hard time believing it. Same to, same, um, same
1: as I, you know, like I haven't,
0: I haven't heard one yet.
1: And I just, I hate to be the drag, right? I have this like little mm-hmm. eight year old daughter, and she's gonna grow up one day and be a teenager, and she's gonna get nailed with all that shit. And like I've, you know, I want her to be like, yo, you find you and figure out who you are. But you know, I would hate to be that dad who just is just like, it all it's gonna end shit, you know, like. <laughs> It's all mm-hmm. shit. Just don't do it. It's all going to end shit because that's resentment and I can't be resentful. You know, I I, I can't afford to be resentful towards things like that. It's, I got too many other things I'm resentful at. Mm.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. right. Well, and you but, know, as an alcoholic that people have to figure that shit out on their you own. You got to
1: figure it out on your own. I was listening to Joe Rogan and I don't listen to him often mm. anymore, but I was listening the other day on my walk and he was saying, And he was really right on about one thing. And they were talking about drug abuse and alcohol abuse. And he's like, the thing about that kind of thing is like a doctor can't, they can diagnose you physically, but you are not ready to be done until you're ready to be done. You can't Mm -hmm. figure that shit out till you're ready to figure it out. Now. I mean, I kind of went down a little path there from our main subject, but I mean, it is the United States of alcohol. Absolutely. We live in a culture where people want to have a change of consciousness. And by all means, you know, you have every right to have a change of consciousness to some extent or another, but when it becomes a detriment to mm-hmm. your entire life, which is what we pounded out probably with every podcast is, you know, you really need to reassess your situation and wonder whether or not you're living up to what your potential is a good person or even just a person is. But
0: the United States was founded on alcohol, the absolutely. rum trade, yeah. the, you know, all that stuff. I mean, you remember we talked about the punches and the brandy they would make back George Washington. It must've been they and, got, like, you know.
1: shit canned when they signed the Declaration of Independence, dude. Mm-hmm. They got fuckered. Like, did you, have you ever seen that bar tab? It's crazy. <laughs> they were drinking, like, <laughs> barrels of 1700 brandy, which was probably made from, like, goat's blood and tobacco, like, and gunpowder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, The West was founded on fucking shit whiskey. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, we fuck, we conquered
0: It is the indigenous is literally... people
1: of this country with fucking hard liquor. You know, the like, blood alcohol
0: level of the United States is dangerously high. We can't high. even
1: drive a wagon. <laughs> we shouldn't even be in a golf cart. We'd get busted on the bike path as a country.
0: Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. And it we it's so pervasive. And so how do you how do you navigate this idea of you always got to have alcohol to have a good time? And how do you tell somebody who drinks, you know, even regularly, like, you know, because there's. Well, it's it's just what we do. And it's well, we just do shots because it's camaraderie or we do. We get together and we drink. And, you know, how do you how do you talk to somebody who says, hey, man, you want to meet me at the bar and hang out? And
1: (laughs) I tell him I tell him uh, I tell him I got to listen to Flavor Flav, dude. Don't don't (laughs) believe the hype, dude. Don't believe the (laughs) hype. You know, like it's it's all hype. There is an inflated sense of camaraderie. When you're taking a shot with your friends and you're like blah, blah, yelling some stupid fucking thing that's only funny to you guys, you know. And there is that sense of deep camaraderie, you know, because I get it, but it all, it, but it's all false. It's all set dressing. That's that's what I tell them. Don't believe the hype. It's all, it's all a overblown fucking situation. It's like yeah. way made way bigger than it. It's a mountain made out of a molehill, like mm-hmm. you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, I remember the last time going to meet somebody and they were, they wanted to meet at a bar and I had my club soda and I was, I was done very quickly. And I remember right. I used to spend hours in bars. I've been, I've had days where I opened the bar and I closed it. I've like had I those days with would sit in the same you. bar. Oh, in the right? same one? Well, no, I've had those days well. with you where we sat like
1: nine. <laughs> yeah. I probably had a day. No, I have done that with you. Fuck. I have done and that. this. Yeah. You know,
0: you get in there at four or five in the afternoon and you stay until close. And it's yeah. like, How? I don't I don't know anymore because it's like I got shit to do, yeah. <laughs> you know the world, yeah. I, I, I. So it's, I just I'm just always amazed, and so it's 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 good to find other places to go and meet people, and I always. Try to find a cool. I found this cool, like new little place with this. They do coffee and espresso, and they do beer and wine too. And I was like, "Yeah, this is really nice and clean." Yeah, you Maybe tell I me talk, about that last, about week. This last week. yeah. yeah and so, well,
1: you know what stuck out to me about last week, though, is you said you went and talked to the owner, and I absolutely believe you because you have the type of personality where you're like, "I like this place. <laughs> I need to speak to the owner." Like I was, I was thinking about that, about you and your personality. And You're like, "I really need to have a word with the owner," like a positive word, though, and yeah. just just to let them know that I really like this place, and this may be my new spot. (laughs) I was like, yeah, that's you, dude. That's Uh absolutely you. It's
0: funny. I didn't spend any money that day, and I haven't Uh, been back yet, but I'm uh, I'm planning on going, I swear. You're like, listen,
1: you guys have some (laughs) of the best tap
0: water in Sonoma. (laughs) I'll be back with money to actually buy some tea at some point. But well, that's that's the other thing is I part of me does still feel a little guilty when I go into a place that serves alcohol and you know like rich foods. Yeah, and I'm like, you know, I kind of just want to get an an espresso and um maybe a crudite platter. And if you can, I just sit in the corner for a few hours. And I've become this person who likes to camp out at cafes so it's like i always th- those are those times where I, I tip pretty heavily so that at least they feel like i'm you right know, you also said completely... last podcast
1: you left them mm-hmm. like you paid a 20 you just let them keep the change on a 20 on a diet coke and i was like right. jesus that's awesome like i would love <laughs> you for that
0: i'd be like of course you could speak to the owner sir but it's <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's just it's crazy man like it just it's so pervasive and it, it people are so excited you know to do i mean the music that we listen to shots 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 yeah you know i mean whatever it is i don't know what it is today because that was that song came out that was like mid mid 2000s yeah i mean but but it switches
1: though i think alcohol will always be in the mainstream because it's illegal and that's the one thing you can do without getting looked at like oh that dude's a pill head or oh that girl's a fucking Mm-hmm. you know, whatever uh, it takes too many, too much oxy or whatever. Cause then we also have this thing in our, in this country where they say, Oh, well, he's not that bad. They're not that bad. They're an alcoholic. This one over here who's taking oxys is way worse because they're mm-hmm. an opiate addict. But I'm like, it's the same fucking business. It's mm-hmm. the same business. Both of these people are physically and chemically addicted to this substance. The only difference is this one's illegal. So they have to be incredibly desperate to get what they need to get and do you know what i mean gross criminal shit to get what they need where this dude over here you know all he's all this person has to do is like you know ask for money to get it mm-hmm. i mean you can steal shit to get booze i'm just saying like yeah. we also have a uh uh oh man i'm losing the word but you know there's like uh, levels to it you know and alcohol seems to be the hierarchy or like uh ju- or like um yeah The hierarchy of it, and alcohol always tends to be kind of in the top. It's always alcohol and marijuana, and I have nothing against marijuana, but same thing. You can become totally emotionally addicted to marijuana, absolutely, Mm -hmm. and the stronger marijuana gets, the more you can kind of be pulled into that high. I I smoked pop for a long time, and it stopped working at one point, so I'd have to smoke more weed or find stronger weed because the weed stopped working. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, Mm mm-hmm.
1: Same thing though they're like oh well nobody ever does anything violent on marijuana or anything like that and i get it like i guess it's the least um i don't know it's the least invasive of drugs but still yeah. you're still you're still changing your consciousness and then prioritizing that over every other aspect of your life you know
0: mhm
1: yeah but you do you boo boo i'll do me <laughs> just you know it's like It's
0: true man and i i it's it's so uh and, you know, thankfully, I think and I feel grateful to be sober in a time where it's so much more accepted. Um, there's so many more people who are like excited to be sober. Yeah. I um, yeah. I don't I don't always I don't always feel excited to be sober, but I always feel mm-hmm. grateful. You know, like I still have yes. shitty days and yes. I'm just like, yes, man, you know, and I, my brain thinks, you know, what would fix this a fucking drink. This would fix it immediately. Fuck yeah! It'll and then it will screw that light like... bulb right in. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then it would just ruin everything afterwards. Yes, but um, but I love that you know, like sober is sexy, you know. And you're like, well, actually, it is pretty sexy to handle your business and to you know be clean and to make money and to you know what I mean, like. Yeah. Mm-hmm um not smell like tequila and menthol cigarettes right. or whatever you know your thing is right so it's i think it's really great to be to live in a time where this is this is acceptable because i don't even think that it was really f- this way not even 10 years ago i don't feel like it was at least, and maybe because I was drinking, I wasn't involved in it. Yeah, we weren't but.
1: really in the scene 10 years ago. <laughs> so maybe the scene was the same and we were just kind of like waiting to get into the scene. And I, I also want to stay too. I would hate for us to sound like two sober guys sitting here being like, oh, you fucking horrible alcoholics or oh, the horrible mm-hmm. alcohol industry or this or that or sitting, you know, stroking our own egos, having a little sobriety circle jerk over here because I know mm-hmm. it can sound like that. It's, I think. Where I'm coming from is more of a place of like, like I give a shit, like, and I, and I always I try to really stress that a lot is like I I give a shit, like you, you you deserve better in your life, you know, like you people out there, you you deserve to live up to your potential, and if you're yeah. getting a message every day that your potential is fucking, you know what being I mean, damaged, that, yeah, being damaged, or you're that it's that high glamour at the end of the night that really holds no long term promise, not even doesn't even hold a short term promise, it's it's like. No instantaneous Mm -hmm. yeah you're deserving of better than that you know absolutely um
0: yeah and it's yeah i don't i don't mean any any harm or judgment toward anybody right i don't
1: think either of us do i'm speaking for you right now yeah
0: that's fine yeah i mean (laughs) please i think that we're i think we're in in line with that there's no judgment on people who drink and there's really no judgment on people who drink to excess Uh uh-huh um it's a uh it's a personal choice, and if it works for you, and I think we've we've used this word before, if it's manageable, then it's manageable until it's not. Yeah, that's how it happened for you. That's how it happened for me. Right. Um. You know, I got a message from one of our listeners, and she was just saying something. You know, it was just kind, like, "Hey, I really love listening to you guys." Um, appreciate it. I still drink wine every once in a while, so I'm kind of on the fence and it makes me feel a little bit guilty. Right. And, you know, I think I was joking with her and I said, well, you know, you can assuage some of that guilt at patreon.com slash AI. Oh my God, look at you. you But (laughs) no, but I said, listen, it's not, (laughs) I said, it's not about being wherever you're at is fine to be where you're at.
1: Right. It's when you're, you're, it's when, where you, I'm sorry to to interrupt you, but I love it because it's when, where you're at, when you're, this is going to be some weird Mobius strip thinking (laughs) it's when, where you're at is wherever you're supposed to be at. But at the same point, it's when you're there and you really wish you weren't fucking there and you keep going back to there. That's when you know that, you know, does that make sense? Did I just, bam,
0: that's, that's going to be, that's going to be the next promo right there. Yeah. That's, I'm going to, I'm going to dissect that one.
1: Golden drops right there for you. Golden (laughs) That's a golden shower of, of knowledge. No, that's is. not right either, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like you're yeah. at where you're at, but when you don't want to be there anymore because you keep being there, you know, it's like, okay, what do we do? What mm-hmm. do we do, man? And then, I don't want
0: to be there anymore, but I got to yeah, get there. Sorry for interrupting you. I just, I
1: had that moment. Mm-hmm. But I, I got to take get it. this out, but.
0: um, It's absolutely true. It's absolutely true. So like I said, I don't, I don't, I don't judge anybody who, who wants to have one or two or, Ten drinks, right? I just, it, I hope that I hope that you're okay, and I hope that you're happy, and I hope that you feel yeah, well.
1: Exactly, you feel well, you're okay, and you're happy. And if if you're sitting there going, well, this is uh, once again a detriment to my well, my happiness and well being. Well, then maybe it's time to reconsider. And fuck what the commercials tell you, because now that shit's real anyway, dude. Damn. Do you have any times to see a commercial for the fucking Millennium Falcon when I was a little kid and it looked dope as fuck and then you'd get it and it was whack, dude. It was like molded mm-hmm. shit, plastic, and the thing don't fly. It doesn't shoot rockets or anything. No. The commercials Parsex. lie dude parsecs what is it parsec <laughs> isn't even a length right it's not even a length of of space well, or i don't know i get
0: some angry angry star you know wars i fucking nerds. don't even
1: like star wars anymore <laughs> i'm a grown person that you can be a grown man like star listen i'm just gonna apologize right now
0: <laughs> yeah you can be a grown man i like star wars yeah, of course you be- i
1: don't like anything to be honest with you i like you know what red dead redemption 2 that's what i'm brought to you by
0: I beat the game. I finally beat it. What?
1: Yeah. No, well, I'm not uh. all the way done. I'm on the epilogue and I cried. I cried. So here can I how can I pass judgment against Star Wars when I'm sitting a grown 43-old man crying in his living room over a video game about cowboys? You know what I'm saying? So,
0: How the West Was Won.
1: I got to look at the man in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But yeah, fuck those ads. All that shit is that's my that that's my stance on this. Fuck those ads. They're bullshit.
0: That's your Buffalo stance? That's
1: my Buffalo stance. Football isn't any better with beer. Like, the 4th of July isn't any better with weird fucking, that weird honey whiskey. Like, none of that shit. Enjoy it.
0: It's not. Enjoy it. Be present.
1: Be present, dude. Sit there with your kid. Hold her hand. Eat some sandwiches. Sit there with your wife. Just be like, damn, my wife's cool. Or, damn, dude, I'm going to go get cigarettes and never come back.
0: Probably Whatever don't do that second do. thing because I'm just no. getting
1: squirrely at the end of it. But
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, so just uh, love yourself. Be present. Yeah. And um, we care we about you. We hope you all had a good Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. This will be out after Thanksgiving. Enjoy your mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. Or enjoy. I hope you enjoyed it.
0: I hope you enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Stay Later. groovy,
1: man. Later. <laughs>
0: Thanks again for listening. As always, our music is by Neglect. You can find more of his stuff at neglect.bandcamp.com.
1: And you can find us on all the social media platforms that matter, like Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can reach us at asforalcoholic at gmail.com.